Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast and become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows featuring guests sharing stories about growing up in a haunted house that was possessed by an evil presence, a nightmarish encounter with a UFO in the dead of night, and the financial horror stories from those who won the lottery and lived to regret it. Head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to hear these programs and many more truly thought-provoking shows from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. What's going on with the military and UFOs in Puerto Rico, Josh? Well, you know, the, the military has always had a very controversial role here in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was taken over by military force uh... in 1890 i believe in the spanish-american war and since then because puerto rico has never been a state um, there have been a lot of experiments done here and we're talking about even experiments on humans with uh... eugenics you know sterilizing women and that sort of thing uh... we've had all kinds of biological experiments done on animals in fact some monkeys were brought over here and put on a and on an island in a laboratory, they were injected with all kinds of diseases and exposed to radiation. And then at some point in the 1950s, these monkeys escaped, just like something out of a bad sci-fi movie. And they either swam or hid on a boat and got back to the mainland and had been a nuisance ever since. Huh. Big, vicious monkeys. Um, the fastest monkeys on the planet, patas monkeys, they're called, with big teeth. and they, they scare Are they more vicious than chimpanzees? Everybody here says that if you see them, you better run. And so, uh, you know, I, all I know is these pot, and I've never actually seen one. Uh, they actually hired a guy to come here and kill as many of them as possible, which you can imagine a lot of groups out there didn't approve of that. Right. But they were right. spreading diseases, and uh, they, they can be so tall that, that when they stand upright, they can be almost five feet tall. Uh, and uh, they can run, I think, close to 40 miles per hour. you got potus monkeys, you have rhesus monkeys. Um, there has been all kinds of bombing that has been done, especially on this little island called Vieques, which is off of the east coast, um, which has been very controversial using uh, depleted uranium and, uh, in some cases, things that are outright radioactive. There are still some areas you can't go to. So all that said, there are are secret military facilities strewn across the island. And I say secret in quotations because most people know where they are. I mean, it's pretty easy to find some of them because you go there and you see all the signs that say you better turn around and go the other way or, you know, you get shot or whatever. Um, And so uh, the sightings of these UFOs and USOs have often been concentrated around these areas where the military is also active. So you could say on one hand, well, maybe these are just some kind of secret military craft that people are interpreting as being UFOs. On the other hand, that doesn't explain it, because you have these crafts that do all these exotic things, just like that footage that I uh, put in my report last year, showing that object flying around the Aguadilla airport at 120 miles per hour without a rotor, without wings, you know, dipping in and out of the water. You have that. You also have people who have come into contact with aliens. And what we have found is that since this hurricane and since the military presence here has increased, 
there has been an increase in sightings of these very weird craft. So if, if your listeners go to coasttocoastam.com, you'll see, as you mentioned, that Sean, he put up some images there, and there's one in particular. Weird images. I can't, I can't tell if it's an airplane or a big bird. Well, you know, my, my friend who is a native here, Investigator Ellis, he likes to sit around with these big telephoto, you know, telescopic-type lenses and take pictures of some of these areas from afar where military are going in and out. So right after the hurricane, he was sitting at this airstrip, which officially doesn't exist, but you can see an airplane there. And uh, if you drive by there and you know where to look, you can see wind socks and all that kind of thing. And here is this uh, aircraft, an airplane sitting there. And a few seconds later, all of a sudden, there is this big, bizarre-looking, towering object in the background. Now, all of this is near the Laguna Cartagena, which has always been considered an underground UFO base. People see these craft going in and out of the water. Um, it's, I've had many experiences at the Laguna Cartagena uh, where I have had men in black type figures come out and, and mess with me. And so uh, when you look at this object in the background, um, and you can see there at coasttocoastam.com, the object, it, it, it has this, it, it's tall, and it has these little appendages that seem to be emanating from it. And if you look at that and then scroll down, you will see that there is uh, one of many types of photographs, uh, like the one shown there taken by a man named Louis Imot near that same site that shows one of these weird craft from 2012. And, and it looks very similar to the type of object that is now being rampantly seen. And so there is this whole sort of conspiratorial underground here of people who believe that whatever intelligence is behind these UFOs or OUFOs has been working to a certain extent with the military and that as troubling as this may seem, that this hurricane hitting the island in this way may have actually been influenced to create this tragedy. Interesting take on this. Now, as far as people witnessing UFOs, every are they, are they seeing these craft? Yes, people see them with their naked eyes, plus we have, of course, plenty of uh, videos, plenty of pictures, and uh, you see, there. this is going to sound really bizarre, but when I first came to this island and started interviewing people around 12 or 13 years ago, a lot of people I talked to who, and I haven't found any of them who will go officially on the record and put their name out there, but a lot of these people believe that there are beings on this island that look more or less like humans, but that they are not actually humans. Um, and this gets, you know, so bizarre that uh, there are some pretty specific traits that are consistent when it comes to descriptions of these beings. So, now, before I get into that, as, as wild as this sounds, think about some of the crazy things that humans do when they go out to hunt, for example. Some of them dress up like a deer. 
Uh, some, you know, some of them go out and do whatever they can to emulate, you know, being a duck. I mean, you know, we see some weird stuff. I mean, I was watching this documentary one time where I might have been National Geographic or something where photographers were going out there and dressing up like hippopotamuses and things like that to get pictures. So if we do have some uh, intelligent beings here that are trying to uh, mesh, maybe they would disguise themselves as humans. But when I talked to people all over the island who believed that they had had some kind of an encounter with one of these false humans, the thing they would point out over and over is that they all have um, very small ears. What does that got to do with it? That's weird. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was my first impression. Like, what, what, what could that possibly mean? Why... Why would there be small ears? Why didn't they get that part right? And everybody would throw up their hands. And I mean, I'm talking about, I talked to people who had military experience who would tell me over and over about seeing these, these apparent people that they knew were agents because they had small ears. And, and it did occur to me that back when we first started hearing these sort of odd science stories about genetic manipulation, like, like the one with the rat, would they grow on the rat's back or the mouse? They they grew an ear on its back, right? Genetic yeah. is you know when they when they do genetic experimentation, why grow an ear on the mouse's back? Um, is this something that they needed to get right? I don't know, but I can tell you what I have done expeditions before where I've been taking people to this. Uh, well, to various hot spots around the island where paranormal activity has been witnessed. And sometimes I will have these people who will pop up that will very clearly try to uh, inject themselves, if you will, into our group and start asking questions about what we know and where we're going and what our schedule is and all that. And every single time, they have tiny little ears. Um, That's weird. I mean, it's, it's, it's so bizarre. What's going to be wild, George, is if, if tomorrow I get a hundred emails from people who listen to this saying, oh, my God, now that you mention it, I've never thought of it. But here's this person that I think may be some type of artificial you know, huh. human. With little tiny ears. With little ears. <laughs> Um, so, so the point being, however, and that's getting off on a bit of a tangent, but there are some very specific details out there which people on this island apply to the possibility that not everything that you see here is as it seems. And in fact, um, I just got an email today from a man who said, if you're going to talk about this on Coast to Coast, I want to make sure that you realize that there is a conspiracy about these weather radar uh, dishes and whatnot um, working with HARP in order to channel hurricanes hmm. for specific reasons. And I said, well, what exactly do you mean? And he said, well, the next rad, which they call the next generation radar in Kaye, it was wiped out by the hurricane. And there is a pattern of these next rad uh, systems that happened to be right in the path of, of deadly hurricanes in, in New Orleans and New Jersey. And so a lot of people think that sometimes the government is specifically channeling these hurricanes 
in order to clean out an area so they can move people in through FEMA and other organizations in order to install some new secret infrastructure. Do you think that's possible? I think it's certainly possible, especially here in Puerto Rico, if you consider that this place has been in such a financial mess. It's been a money pit that's been getting deeper and deeper for years. All these people on Wall Street were saying they were never going to get their investments back they put here. And so how do you solve that? It's not a state, so you can't pass a certain you know, types of laws that you would for a state. Well, if a big disaster comes through, however... Now you get to bring in the resources of FEMA, government money, things get very complex, and so this could be uh, a way of uh, compensating some of those people who were not going to make any money otherwise. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.